Okay, welcome to our first I'm Fine, You're Fine podcast. Hi, Mom. Hi, our five other friends that are listening. Yeah, we paid our friends <laughs> to listen to this. Um, I'm Alyssa, and my co-host Hi. is... I'm Erica. And we decided that everyone's podcasting, so we want to be like everyone else and be podcasters. So and we just think that we're hilarious, so maybe we're not, and we'll find out the hard way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if anything, I'm getting a good laugh. What's funny, though, is that you and I both have our, we're doing this over Zoom for the first one, and we're completely unprepared, but we both had to turn our cameras off to each other, even though it's literally just the two of us in this Zoom meeting. We can't stare at each other because it's just too <laughs> awkward. Yeah, and I'm nervous laughing now because it's so awkward. You know, so many listeners are tuning in. And I've heard other podcasters say, like, that they do it over Zoom, but if they Zoom in person with each other, it's awkward. I feel like it might be more awkward doing it on Zoom and just staring at your face, but we also haven't done it in person, so I can't speak to that quite yet. Yeah, so we'll have to see. Mm -hmm. Anyways, quick, quick backstory on me and Erica's relationship um we met we think we met in like middle school at a friend's birthday party but we like kind of ignored each other like most middle schoolers do um so I think our friendship really developed um our senior year of high school when we officially met and we had um a couple classes together yeah, we like knew of each other like throughout all of high school because I think we had met like maybe once before that, but like we kind of like you said like totally ignored each other. Um and then just kind of knew about each other in high school until senior year when we actually had classes together. Yeah, Erica and I were smarties back then and we took anatomy and calculus together fun fact fact, erica is a nurse though so it's funny that we took anatomy together and i struggled so much in the class (laughs) (laughs) um but we we were kind of bad back then we would cheat on quizzes together um barely passed classes we'd all get the test back and be like oh we got a C minus perfect C's get degrees that's fine like all of us combined in the class cheating with each other could still barely get a C on these exams so I don't think it was us I think it was the class and the tests and the professor shout out it was tough man it was Um, so hard (laughs) then we graduated I had gone away for my first year of college and we didn't really talk um then but then I transferred back home to a college that Erica was going to and that's when we started to get close yeah we had um obviously like Alyssa's best friend growing up it became one of my best friends um because we both went to college together already so when Alyssa transferred back home shout out Deanna um she kind of like reintroduced us to each other and we kind of picked up where we left off and then have kind of been attached at the hip since. Yeah. Turns out that me and Erica are actually soulmates. Um, And it took us 10 whole years to realize. Yeah. Like I love my boyfriend, but Erica is my soulmate. So um, they enjoy 
all of our friends and significant others enjoy listening to us because we are the same and it's kind of disgusting, but I love it. And, and we just finish each other's sentences. So this yeah. is just a continuation on from that. so we're like all right we've been besties now it's time to start a podcast because you know that's what best friends do right that's what they all do this day and age well now you know a little bit about us you know all of our followers are going to be so interested in our you did tell me though before we started this that you hated me or thought you were going to hate me (laughs) the time that you met me can you give me a little rundown of that yeah so um if you don't know me um you're gonna know me pretty well after this um I'm a little bit of a judgy person (laughs) and like I just like keep my friends close like tight group and whatever and I don't know Erica was an outsider and I was just like I don't know she's weird I don't want to be her friend yeah I had had like a really tight group of friends in middle school and then flash forward to high school like lost all of them for things that were kind of out of my control and so they all were gone but at the time that I met her like I had my friend group Alyssa had her friend group and then we both just like didn't really feel the need for more because middle schoolers are just bitchy yeah and I think too it was just like the people that you were with I didn't like them so I just associated you with them right I didn't turns out I didn't like them either (laughs) yeah so then once I like enlightened Erica on friendship and how awesome I am I switched sides (laughs) (laughs) and I was like oh she's actually not sucky I actually like her we relied on each other so much for schoolwork and then we were like oh yeah we could hang out outside of like you know crying studying together that's fine yeah definitely that's so so sweet well, you know, we had to go through that phase to get to I have it. heard, though, from other people, though, that, like, they didn't like me the first time they met me. So maybe that's a me problem, and I need to look inward. Um, we're going to first impressions, you know? Maybe I don't give off a good first impression. I swear I'm really nice, though. <laughs> oh, my God. So, All right. anywho. So. Um, let's get into who we are ourselves yeah not so much our friendship who are we outside of this friendship erica take take the wheel all right um so my name is erica i um am a nurse i am what am i 25 yep okay i'm 25 i always like round up like the year so i always go with like i'm turning 26 this year but yeah so i'm 25 um, I am a nurse um, in a local hospital, um, and I was originally born in New York, moved to Connecticut when I was young, and have been here ever since. Um, I'm, like, super family-oriented as far as, like, my family goes. I'm one of four kids and, like, totally attached to them. Some people are like, yeah, I'm close with my mom. Like, I talk to her every week, and I'm like, I call my mom when I wake up in the morning. I talk to her, you know, once after every few hours, like I am attached to them. My family has a group chat that blows up all day, every day. Um, 
very family oriented. So I just am comfortable where I am in Connecticut and living five minutes away from my parents. Um, I did move out about a year ago. So I have my own place. Um, she bought a house, everyone at 24. He's a homeowner. <laughs> yeah. When I was 24, I bought a house. Um, and I've been on my own and I really like it, but I like the comfortability of being like 10 minutes, five, 10 minutes away from my parents. Um, that way I can go over there if I'm like having an internal crisis. Um, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Okay. So I am Alyssa, as you know, I'm also 25. Um, I grew up my whole 24 years in Connecticut and then when I turned 24 I decided that I was over it and I moved 500 miles away to North Carolina so I currently reside in Raleigh North Carolina and I love it um I I don't know I just wanted a change of scenery I wanted to try a new adventure I always have loved to travel I try to travel as much as possible so living in a new area really allows me to do that um so yeah I've been here for a year and a half I am dating someone he's awesome so we're probably going to stay here um for the time being at least much to my dismay yes me and Erica <laughs> have a hard time with that <laughs> Um, but I came or I started out as a teacher, um, which I'm sure as we continue this, you're going to be like, wow, I can't imagine that, um, because of the way I talk, but <laughs> I was <laughs> a teacher. I taught fifth grade. I taught sixth grade loved teaching middle school. Um, but just kind of needed a change. So a couple months ago, I moved into an ed tech role. Um, which I really enjoy so far. Um, it's very different. It's challenging. Every day's a different thing. Um, so I'm liking that and it's going good so far. And I have gotten to travel a lot with my job, which is an added plus. So yeah, I'm doing this whole thing. I'm not 10 minutes away from my family, obviously. Um, but I'm trying to make a family here of friends and you know, just doing that whole adult thing. And so, then we also have this now as our form of sitting down every once in a while yes. and up with each other. And now we don't feel like we're 500 miles away. Yes. But just a side note, me and Erica will call each other probably once a week at least and talk on the phone for like two hours about at least. Nothing. Yeah. Right. So well, this is just an extension of that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that's a little bit about us. Um, You know, I don't know if you ever want to ask us questions. That's something that we can. We'll totally have to figure out how to do that. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Get that going. But in the future, we will work on it. Yes, absolutely. All right. So it is December 29th. New Year's Eve is coming up. It sure is. Erica, what is your New Year's resolution? Um, I haven't formally thought of one. I'm usually one who is not for New Year's resolutions because I think it's just like a build up to then yeah. like break it um and let yourself down. Um, so 
I usually don't set any, but I think like this year, I'm really happy with like where I am work-wise. Um, I really like my job. I like the people that I am working with. I um, kind of like growing up had always dreamed of being a nurse. Once I became a nurse, I wanted to be an ICU nurse. Once I got to the ICU, now I wanted to be on day shift. Now I'm on day shift. So I'm like, what do I want? Like, what's my next goal? Um, I don't really have anything work-wise because I'm kind of at like such a point that I've looked forward to for so long that yeah. I'm kind of trying That's to enjoy huge. that I've made it. Um, but I think like my personal life has taken like the backseat um, because I've been so work-oriented since I graduated. Um, so I think this year, trying to find more of like a work-life balance, um, trying to find something that outside of work really makes me happy. Um, I don't know what that is yet, but I think just trying to fulfill my outside of work life to be as good as my work life um, and then try to find like a happy medium to, you know, try and have it all, but <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, no, I, I totally get you. I mean, I feel like it's hard at our age, like to balance those things. Like you're either really excelling in work and busy with that, or you're really excelling in your social life, but you're not happy at your job or whatever. It it's be. really, I feel like we're so trained that like, you really can't have either one or like both at the same time. Um, I feel like we like look on social media at people from high school and we're like, wow, like they're all still such close friends. They all like do things together. That's so nice. But then it's like, I wonder like how they're doing professionally or whatever. Like they seem like they're kind of stuck in a rut because they're limiting themselves by like having such an extreme social life where they travel and they hang out with all their friends all the time. Um, Whereas the other end of the spectrum is kind of me now where I am super happy with what I'm doing work-wise that I'm like, yeah, my social life has absolutely taken the back burner um, and I have nothing to show for my success. Like, who am I going to share it with besides Alyssa? So <laughs> I'm like, well, I got to work on like bettering myself and just like finding hobbies that like make me happy. Um and like fulfilled besides like taking a nap <laughs> yeah no I get that I mean like I was on the opposite spectrum I didn't like my job I was unhappy I didn't know what to do um like I have I'm I don't know I kind of feel like I'm on like average in both areas like I didn't like my job now I I like my job a lot more um is it everything that I want probably not but do I know what I want no yeah, and my social life is good at points and then not good for like long periods of time, but also comes with me moving here and having to make friends, which let me tell you, ladies and gents, at 25, it's not easy to make friends. Well, I was just going to say, like, I wish there was like a place that adults could go that's like a super easy way to make friends. My sisters and I talk about it all the time. Like, we want new friends. We want like new adventure things to do with people, but it's like, it's so hard to meet new people. Both of my sisters have kids now and 
they're, you know, just wanting to go somewhere with other parents, leave the house. And besides like, you know, getting your kids involved in like sports and stuff, like there's not really a place for like mothers to go and like meet other mothers and become friends with other adults that want more friends. Yeah. So you're just kind of like trapped at home with your kids. But even for those who don't have kids, like we're kind of like stuck. I guess Raleigh is better maybe than Connecticut. I mean, Connecticut, there's nothing to do, which is why Alyssa left in the first place. Um, there's just nothing to do here. I don't know where to go and meet people and go out and whatever besides like you know, the same places we've gone since we were teenagers. Yeah, no, I feel that. And like, I don't know, there is a lot of stuff to do here, but it's like, am I just going to go there by yourself? By myself? (laughs) Like, I don't know. I tried Bumble Friends. It was super awkward and didn't like it. There's like a couple like meetup things that you can do, like where you just like meet up at like a location. Well, this that sounds creepy. That is (laughs) like a like I don't know like a park or something like fun going on and like everyone's in this like Facebook group and like you go meet up and like whatever and I'm like a social person but I don't know if I could just show up at an event and be like hey look at me be my friend could not relate to that more I am so (laughs) like I feel like I'm a very outgoing person those that know me know I am like the life of the party and ready to have a good time always but I would much rather stay in and, you know, have a night in by myself or have people over to my house and like have a wine night than like go out and put myself out there. I struggle so much to like want to do things by myself. I'm always like, okay, let me call someone while I'm doing this. Let me listen to a podcast. So I look less awkward being out by myself. Like I'm not one to just be content by myself (laughs) out in public. I understand that and like honestly that was something I had to learn like moving here because I mean I moved here with a roommate and we did a lot together but then she moved and now I live alone and you know there's just stuff I want to do and I don't want to wait for someone to do it so I have gone on like solo vacations and I will like have dinner out alone and stuff like that which is awkward not I'm not gonna say it's not but you learn to be okay with it being a little uncomfortable and then you kind of find things like I'll bring a book or I'll sit at the bar so I can talk to a bartender like Mm -hmm. things like that to make it a little less like oh my god I'm eating here alone like that like I feel like I would just pull out my phone and like yeah do something on there rather like just to help break the awkwardness of me being by myself And that's definitely something too that I'm like actively trying not to do because I feel like that's just like, oh, I know I'm uncomfortable. Everyone knows I'm uncomfortable. Like, let me go. Yeah, like defeats the purpose. Like outside. Like, I don't want to pretend like I'm being independent. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So it's something that I'm working on too. I think everyone kind of struggles with that. Like as much as people... I mean, this is my opinion, but as much as people say they love being independent, they love being alone, there are times where everyone feels like, wow, I wish somebody was here to do this with me or I'm kind 100%. of- 100%. That's so. kind of like where I'm getting into now. I've liked the past like year and a half of 
getting independence from, you know, living with my parents and everything all throughout college. I didn't go away to college. So I lived with my parents, you know, for four years after I graduated high school, I stuck around for like another year after that. Um, so kind of now having my, I was just so excited about like getting my own place, doing things by myself, like building furniture, like building what, like just this life for myself. Like I was really excited about. And now that I have it, I'm like, now I kind of am like reaching the point where like, I want someone to share in it with me. Like I'm kind of over the, I want, I like my independence, but like, I want someone to share it with now. Yeah. I mean, like, I think, I think it's totally fair to be an independent person that would be happy with someone else too. Yeah. I think- like I don't want someone else to take away all of the independence right. that I've grown for my, for myself. Um, Cause I really like how much independence I've gotten, but I do think that it's time. It's time to share with someone else. Yeah, absolutely. I get that. So what's your new year's resolution? So I don't know. I kind of have like a lot of mini resolutions. I feel like um, mm-hmm. I recently picked up reading again, which I have like really. Do you ever not pick up reading? I feel like you've always been a reader. No, like, I don't know. I go through phases. Like I like to read, but there was a point in, I mean, like, I don't know, especially when I was a teacher, it was like so exhausting that when I came home, like, the last like thing I wanted to do was like look at another thing like yeah no that's fair so I kind of fell out a little bit with it um in the summer and stuff like I would pick up here and there but recently um my mom came to visit and she in like September she came to visit and she was just like oh I finished this book here like just read it because we were out like at the pool and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And I read like a hundred pages in like an hour of sitting there. And I was like, huh, okay, I missed this. So um, it's like a particular author that I really enjoy reading now. And, you know, I'm like into cheesy love stories and stuff. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but ever since that day, like, I don't know, three months ago, I have read like seven or eight books and that's a lot in like that's a, a lot of books for me. I mean, one is a lot of books by my standards because I hate reading. Yeah. So my goal then for the year is to not lose that momentum and hopefully mm-hmm. read like I don't know. I'm gonna set like a reasonable goal of like maybe thirty books next year. Thirty's um, a lot though. Yeah, it's it's definitely a lot, but you know. I think I could do it. Some books I've read in like two days because they were. Because I was going to say 30 books in like 365 days is like. Every 10 days. Every 10 days. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. Maybe I'll reach it. Maybe I won't. But just encouraging myself to read. Yeah. Because it's a good hobby and it's definitely helping me be on my phone less, um, which is another goal of mine because it's becoming a little outrageous how much I'm on my phone um so I even like set limits like time limits on the time like on your phone you can set a limit of how long you're on a certain app so like for Instagram I'll set it I think it's like two hours or something and it's like the middle of the day and I'm getting a notification that I 
have five minutes left and I'm like oh my god wait so what is your screen time on your phone currently oh let me look let me look because I just pulled mine up and I'm doing better than I thought I was doing however it's because it goes as an average basis so I'm either on my phone the entire day or I'm not on my phone at all because I'm either at work or I'm not at work on right. days where I, I'm working 12, 13 hours in a row, I don't touch my phone like the whole time. I'll look back and have texts from like 9 a.m. that I never answered when I get out at 8 p.m. So for me, those days I'm getting like, you know, maybe an hour before I go to sleep where I'm, you know, watching TikToks or something. Whereas right. the days where I'm off from work, I'm at like eight hours of <laughs> screen time. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, same for me, like at work, I'm so busy all day that I don't look at my phone like at all, basically. And mm-hmm. then this week I've been off home and I'm just like constantly on my phone. It's disgusting. Yeah. So, so- my right now is four hours and 10 minutes which isn't bad but like Sunday I was on my phone for like almost eight hours which is terrible my average is five hours and six minutes but like you just said I See, like, I'm looking at this, like, the limits that I set, right? I set two hours for Instagram. I have 36 minutes left, and it is 12.57 in the afternoon. Okay, but to be fair, though, and I didn't realize this, it does include, like, your traveling apps. Like, I use Waze for directions and stuff. So that I just, like, have a cup holder and stuff. Like, that counts as screen time now that I'm looking at it. So I used an hour and three minutes of travel time yesterday because I was going somewhere that was like a half an hour away from my house so that's not like what I would classify as screen time because I wasn't like on my phone looking at it the entire time yeah that's fair and I but I do agree like you know we got to start moseying away from yeah I mean the phone so much this is even like a good point I go to the chiropractor and my I have issues but (laughs) oh we know (laughs) but it is even accelerated by something called text neck because you're constantly looking down at your phone oh yeah you're actually like changing the shape of your neck yeah which is wild disturbing news so crazy though because then like are we going to like adapt in the future as humans to be like I'm sure have I'm different sure. differently shaped necks. I'm sure, and it uh is a fact that it's like sixty pounds of weight on your neck when you're looking down at your phone. How though? Because you're not. That's crazy. Because the way you're holding it is just putting all that pressure. Oh my god! I was like, I never want to look at my phone again. But here we are with high so- screen. Well, I I, I try to, like, if I'm thinking about it now, I don't always think about it, but I try and hold it, like, straight in front of my face, Mm -hmm. like, like, eye level with me so that I don't, like, I'm not looking down as much, but that is obviously uncomfortable, so kind of encourages you to use your phone less. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a big fan of being, like, 
horizontal, like laying down, being, you know, like sitting wherever. So I use my pop socket on the back of my phone. That way I can like hold my phone above my face while I'm laying down. That way my neck is, I guess, in alignment, but then your arm hurts. (laughs) Yeah, no, it gets very tiring very quickly. (laughs) Have you seen like those ads for on like Amazon and stuff where they have these devices where you literally can stick your phone in a holder that way you don't have to hold it and you can like watch a movie while laying down like completely flat anyways it's like a new level of lazy it would just be easier to not look at the phone but there are devices that make that possible yeah I mean if you're listening though we're encouraging less phone use less phone time don't google what (laughs) we're telling you to google Oh my God. Yeah. So I guess the reading more, the using the phone less and like, I always have a goal to like be healthier. Um, Don't we all? And whatnot. But I, I'm making strides. I worked out two days in a row. So we'll see. I mean, like, I'd love to lose weight, obviously, but more so like, I just don't have as much energy as I used to when I was like super active so that's kind of like what I'm aiming for yeah get more active get more yeah no like not be tired when I climb the stairs yeah Yeah. (laughs) right I don't want to like set myself like a limit of or like a you know goal like I need to go to the gym this many times during the week but I want to just overall like feel better um so keeping it like less it might be like holding myself less accountable, but I feel like it gives myself more of like an idea to like interpret mm-hmm. it differently. Like it's not only going to help me, you know, physically, but like mentally, if I'm just like, I don't know, not just going to the gym for my own sanity, like going for other reasons. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore, but <laughs> we're working yeah. on New Year's resolutions, folks. Yeah. So, yeah, so I feel like, you know, I had a great time talking. This hasn't been as painfully awkward as I thought it might go. Yeah, I know. I, I feel like if, you know, anyone listens to this, um, please comment, give us some suggestions of things that you'd maybe like to hear us talk about. I mean, obviously we just touch the tip of the iceberg with we really can ramble about any (laughs) topics for an extremely long period of time so right so anything you would like to hear us talk about anything about um travel anything about moving about owning a house about being a nurse about being a teacher about really anything like i'll chat we're we're an open book so we We hope hope this is not a one and done deal we're gonna hold this is what our new year's resolutions yeah hold ourselves accountable we're gonna keep this going and have more than one episode (laughs) but always remember i'm fine you're fine everyone's fine thanks for listening hopefully we will see you very soon bye bye